things, avoid connecting your mind to some things, avoid getting yourselves involved in certain things that does not align with the word of God. Are you following me? Yes. Now, the second dimension of sanctification, that is what we term as consecration. You literally consecrate or separate yourself from anything that does not align with the word of God. Now, consecration is of two forms where first you consecrate your mind. Somebody say my mind. my mind. You literally move your mind and your emotions and your soul from anything that does not align with the word of God. You see, that is what the other day and the scripture says that even I mean, I mean, when you have um, um, when you even think of a woman badly, you lust after a woman, it is tantamount to as if you have done it. How many of you have, have read that scripture? When you think of a sexual act, scripture says it is equal to like you have done it. So when we, when we talk about consecration, we are not just talking about actions that can be seen. We are also even talking about things in the thought realm. The things you think about. The things you focus on. You must learn first to consecrate your mind. Move your mind from anything that does not glorify God and also move your body or separate your body from anything that does not align with the will of God. Are you hearing me? the scripture. Now, these were the words of Jesus. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, he said, but I say to you, shall we read? That everyone who as much as looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with so you have not physically done the act, but Jesus said because you thought about it and your mind was negatively I mean, concentrated on that act, Jesus said it is equal as if you have literally done it. So when we talk about consecration, consecration is first start from the mind. Somebody say the mind. the mind. Where you move your mind from anything that does not glorify God. It is a conscious personal discipline. It is not God that is going to move your mind for you. It is you yourself that need to tell yourself, I will fix my mind on godly things. I will fix my mind on holy things. I will fix my mind on things that are in line with the word of God. And the second dimension of consecration, when now you move your body, you discipline your body and move it away from anything that contaminates your body spiritually. Anything that that does not align with the word of God. You decide and make a commitment that I, I will not get myself involved. Amen. Are you following me? Yes. Are we together? Yes. Yeah. So I want to take a few scriptures and uh, and then we can begin to go. Now let's go with me to Second um, Corinthians chapter seven. Second Corinthians chapter seven from verse one. Now shall we read one go? Second Corinthians chapter 7. Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. Now the Bible says, Therefore, shall we all read one go? Therefore, since we have these great and wonderful promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that contaminates the body and spirit. Perfecting holiness, living a consecrated what? 
a life set apart for God's purpose in the fear of the Lord. The Bible says because we have promises from God and because, let me even bring it home, because you yourself standing here, there is a great destiny that you have, my Amen. God. There is a great future that God has for you. Amen. There is a great assignment that God has for you. Amen. You that is listening to me tonight, Amen. you need to know there is a great plan and purpose of God for your life. And because of that, the Bible says you need to learn how to cleanse yourself from anything that contaminates your spirit, anything that contaminates your body, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. We want to lift up our voice in prayer. That anything that contaminates you, anything that contaminates your body, that contaminates your, your spirit, your soul, anything that contaminates your mind, today you are declaring, may the spirit of God grant you grace after tonight yes. to move away from them. Amen. Anything that does not glorify God. If scripture says, if Jesus himself said, when you even last after a woman, it is as if you slept with her, then may Jehovah God bring us to a place where we shall consecrate our minds Amen. we shall consecrate our bodies Amen. you are saying say after me in the name of Jesus in the name, in the name of, of Jesus. Jesus I decree and declare, I decree and declare. Holy Spirit of God help me consecrate my mind consecrate my body and separate myself from anything that contaminates my soul that contaminates my spirit that contaminates my body oh Lord Jesus help me to set myself apart come on lift up your voice Help me, O Lord, to set myself apart. 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 Rada da 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 da
Father, help us, O God, to consecrate ourselves. Help us, O God, to consecrate ourselves. Help us, O God. Ale palia atosha, ale bebe be palia atosha, ale le le be palia atosha, ale le 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 be palia atosha, ale le le be palia atosha, ale le be palia atosha, ase ne 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 brianta ba, raba la palaba ba, raba ba ba la brasha la la branta, raba ba 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 la branta ba, raba ba 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 la branta ba, raba ba 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 la branta ba, raba ba 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 la branta ba. Clench me one more time. 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 I said it did 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 it Help us to consecrate ourselves. Help us to set ourselves apart. Consecrate us, O Lord. 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 Rapapa, 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 
Somebody say people. People. There are certain people, I was saying it on Sunday, that just by mere talking to them, you feel like you have sinned. Have you seen those kind of people? Yes. They are dirty, they are vulgar, they, they, they do everything that comes out of their mouths does not glorify God. The, the things they say does not honor God, it does not bring glory to the name of the Lord. So you need to learn, number one, consecration starts from the mind, where you renew your mind and set your mind on things above. Set your mind on things that align with the word of God. Number two, consecration comes to the body, where now you yourself, you pull yourself away from things that does not glorify the Lord, anything that contaminates your body and contaminates your flesh. Now the, the, the third part is where now you yourself as a believer you consecrate yourself or set yourself apart from certain people. Amen? Amen. 
in the morning I was talking about Nazarites. In the olden days there were certain people, the Bible called them Nazarites. And Nazarites were people who God specifically told not to engage themselves in certain things. Other people could do them but the Nazarites were not permitted by God. They had certain rules and certain things that bounded them. As a Nazarite like Samson he was not number one supposed to take wine. Number two Nazrite as a something as a Nazrite was not supposed to shave his hair. The very day something shaved his hair and went contrary to that the instruction that God had given. The Bible says he lost his anointing, he lost his power, and something became like any ordinary man. Ladies and gentlemen, in the place of consecration, they are saying things to you as a believer. God was specifically told you, I will tell you not to do. Other people may be able to do it, they may go scot-free. But you as a believer, especially those in the front line of ministry, God will specifically tell you, maybe everyone else can do certain things, but you, this particular thing, you are not permitted to do it. Not because of the fact that it is a sin, because of the fact that you are a Nazarite. There is a certain specific assignment that Jehovah God has for you and God wants to do with you and you entangling yourself with certain affairs of the world may disqualify you or discredit you in your line of duty. Are you following what, what I'm saying? Yes. So we come to Hebrews chapter 12 and the Bible says, therefore let's read the scripture. We also since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily what ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us he said because we are surrounded by what a great cloud of witnesses because we are surrounded by a great because i was saying in the morning some people the only bible they read is you they don't read any Bible. You are the only Bible certain people are reading. So the question I always ask is, which chapter of your Bible have you opened to? Is it the chapter that your neighborhood and the people in your estate know that you are you are you are a gossiper, you are a drunkard? Is it the chapter that everybody knows that you change men like you change clothes? What chapter of your Bible have you opened to? Are we together here? So, there are certain people, they don't read any Bible. The only Bible they read is you. So, which chapter have you opened to? So, the Bible said, the writer of Hebrews comes and tells us, because we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. Now, he talks about the weight. Somebody say weight. weight. A weight is anything that slows down your spiritual life. Anything at all, it may not necessarily be a sin, but anything that slows down your spiritual life. Something like gluttony, eating too much. Some people, they eat at night. I mean, 7 a.m. they are eating. I mean, every three hours interval they are eating. Let me tell you, there are certain things that slows down your spiritual life. Weight, laziness. Some people, they are lazy Christians. Every now and then, there is nothing spiritual they are doing to edify themselves in accordance with what God requires of them. Lazy Christian. You see, anything that spiritually slows down your spiritual life is a weight. 
Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every weight. Every weight. In our lives. In our lives. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Deliver us. Holy Spirit of God. Help us. Break away from every weight. 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 In the name of Jesus. Jesus. And he says, Let us also. Lay aside every weight and sin. Somebody say sin. Sin. There are certain sins. It so easily besets you. It is become like what people say. That one man of God. That is my weakness. Amen. Because there, there is a cloud of witnesses watching. There is a cloud of witnesses watching. Let me tell you. You think nobody is seeing you. People are watching you. People are watching you. You may think nobody in your estate or your neighbor. People are watching you. So let us lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily besets you. And let us run the race that is set before us. Anything that has become like a weakness. I knew a very powerful preacher. Very powerful anointed preacher. And that man was a prophet. The guy could see in the spirit. Could, could, could see seven things. I mean, when he holds the microphone, you can actually tell. This is a man that has entered into dimensions of power. But the enemy plagued him with alcoholism. To an extent that one time, I remember we were in Ghana in a service. The guy was coming to preach. And the guy got there and he was smelling of alcohol. Imagine. Ready to minister. Until we told him, sir, today, it can't happen. Are you getting my point? Yes. The enemy can plague you as a child of God to a point where something becomes a sin. It so easily besets you. It so easily besets you. We are lifting up our voice. Anything that so easily besets you, anything that so easily ensnares you, any ways that slows down your spiritual, even certain people can be ways in your life. Are you hearing me? Yes. Ways, certain, they can be ways. Certain people, they slow down your spiritual life. All of them, by the power of the Holy Ghost, we disconnect them by fire. Yes. Anything, any habit, anything that slows down your walk with God, yes. by the power of the Holy Ghost, yes. we decree and declare, yes. let them be completely disconnected. Amen. You are not saying amen. Amen. Well, you want to keep those ways? No. The devil is a liar. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, next verse. Next verse. He says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Uh, many years ago, I remember I preached a sermon called, titled Looking Unto Jesus. He didn't say looking unto the man of God. He didn't say looking unto the pastor. He didn't say looking unto the bishop. He said looking unto Jesus, who is the author, the beginning and the end of our faith. So your yardstick and your standard of living in this Christian faith is not any preacher, is not any bishop, is not any prophet. The person you look up to as your standard is who? Jesus. The Bible says looking unto Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, God deals with people differently. If you make any preacher your yardstick for which you are following to make it to heaven, if you are not careful, you may end up on the other side. Sure. Are you hearing me? Yes. 
Scripture says, looking unto who? Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. The man you look up to is Jesus. You can look up to a man. And like the Apostle Paul said, follow me and imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. You can look at someone and imitate certain um, good things and traits from the person, but you don't make the person your standard in the kingdom. Are you hearing me? Yes. No human being is a standard in the kingdom. The only person we look up to is Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Jesus. Shout Jesus. Jesus. You are lifting up your voice tonight. You are declaring in the name of Jesus. Father, any weight that is holding me, Father, deliver me. Amen. Set me free from every weight. Anything that is holding me bound. Anything that is making sure uh, 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 that is slowing my spiritual walk. Anybody that is slowing my spiritual walk. Today, in the name of Jesus, we declare lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Rapapala Branta Tari Bicatoni Mikapa Rapalia Bazon and Nemekapa Ranta Talia Batoni Mikapa Rapapala Palia Batan and Nemekapa Ate Atodia Bataya Attendan and Nemekapa Branta Talia Ba Tell the Lord Father set us free from every weight, set us free from every sin, set us free anything holding you pound Aleka Tede Mikabranta in this week of revival father consecrate us a lord 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 Rabba, 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 Rabba,
In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now, when you read Romans chapter 12, Romans chapter 12, the Bible says, Therefore, I say, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you will present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Somebody say, living sacrifice. Living sacrifice. Somebody say, living sacrifice. Living sacrifice. I want you to know the word living sacrifice. Sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable word. Which is your reasonable word? Service. Which is your reasonable word? Service. Now, your reasonable service or your reasonable worship. Now, in the olden days, this, this was how they consecrated themselves. Now, in the olden days, consecration required a lot of things. It required them moving away completely from anything that they daily do 
getting into the presence of God, waiting on God, worshiping, calling unto God, and erecting a burnt offering. So they will put a burnt offering there, and they set the offering on fire. Remember the offerings those days were sheep and bulls and cattle and all that. No, they put the offering there, set the offering on fire, and they begin to worship. So they will worship and worship and worship and call unto God until that burnt offering is completely burnt into ashes. Are you hearing me? Until the offering is spent, they will keep worshipping. They will keep worshipping. They will keep worshipping. That was their way of connecting to God. And there are times God will come and tell them, and tell them, sanctify yourselves. Even wash your clothes. They were not even allowed sometimes to look dirty. Somebody say dirty. God will tell them, move away from your the things you usually do and consecrate yourself for tomorrow I will visit you. They were com commanded by God to move away from anything physically even filthy. Anything that didn't glorify God in any way. They were supposed to separate themselves away. Now let me give you a scripture. Let me quickly, unfortunately I came a bit late so um, let me just give you, um, go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 29 verse 7. Let me show you a few things and then we can be able to see how they used to consecrate themselves. Uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 29. Are you there? Amen. Shall we read one go? Uh, what are, which verse are you reading? Second Chronicles 29, verse 27. 27. Uh -huh. Shall we read one go? Then now they put the burnt offering on the altar. Number one, number two, and when the burnt offering began, the song of the Lord also began. So they set a burnt offering. I want you to follow the, the scripture. We are reading what is in the word of God. They set the burnt offering and now they begin to worship. Somebody say worship. Worship. They begin to sing songs and they set. Then the song of the Lord began with what? With the trumpets, with the instruments of David, king of Israel. Uh -huh, next verse. So all the assembly worshiped and the singers sang and the trumpeters sounded and continued until the burnt offering was finished. So they kept worshipping and worshipping until the burnt offering was finished. That was what I was explaining to you. Next verse. Uh -huh. And when they had finished the offering, uh -huh. the king and all who were present with him bowed and worshipped. Uh -huh. Moreover, King Hezekiah and the leaders commanded the Levites to sing praise to the Lord with, with the words of David and Asaph the seer. So they sang praises with gladness and they bowed their hands in worship. Next verse. Then Hezekiah answered and said, now that you have what consecrated yourselves to the Lord. So their consecration involved number one, setting a burnt offering worshiping and praising they had moved away from everything they used to do come to the house of the lord set a burnt offering worship and praise and connect with god and after the burnt offering was finished it was deemed as if they have what consecrated themselves it's scriptural amen? amen now that you have consecrated yourselves come near and bring your sacrifices and thanks offerings to the house of the lord Remember, there was supposed to be first a sacrifice for their consecration. Are you following me? Yes. They will first put a burnt offering there for their consecration. And after that, they will now bring...
offering their sacrifices and thanksgiving to the Lord. Another second offering. Are you following me? Yes. So the assembly brought in sacrifices and thanks offering, and as many as were of a willing heart brent, brought what? Burnt offerings. Next verse. And the number of the burnt offerings which the assembly brought was 70 bulls, 100 drums, and 200 lambs. All these were for a burnt offering to the Lord. Yes. Next verse. I want to show you something. The consecrated things were 600 bulls and 3,000 sheep. Uh-huh. But the, the priests were... Now, I want you to know this, this verse. Then we, then we can continue. The Bible says, but the priests were too few so that they could not skin all the burnt offerings. Therefore, their brethren that were Levites helped them until the was ended. Until the other priests had sanctified themselves. For the Levites were more diligent in sanctifying themselves than the priests. Now, hear me. Even if you were a Levite and you had not sanctified yourself, you were not permitted to touch the offering. Are you following me? Yes. I, I mean, well, I mean uh, can you give me this in the Amplified? I mean, t t t this particular verse in the Amplified. And then we can go to our last scripture and another scripture, then we can move on. This particular verse in Amplified, 2 Chronicles 29. 2 Chronicles 29, um, verses, um, is it 30, um, um, 34? 2 Chronicles 29, verses 34. So, now, if you were not a consecrated priest, now let's read, but they but were, were too few priests, priests and, and they, they were, were unable to skin all the burnt offerings. So, until the other priests had consecrated themselves, their they brothers, the Levites, helped them. So even if you are a priest, eh, my God, thank you, Holy Ghost, and you had not consecrated yourselves, you were not permitted to touch the offering. Do you know what will happen? That is how sometimes God will dump a man of God and go and use another person that is not a man of God. Why? As long as the person has consecrated himself enough, ready to be used, God will use them. Amen. So the priest here, watch this, the priests who are not consecrated themselves were dumped put aside, and the Levites who had consecrated themselves were now used to do the work of the priest. Amen. In other words, there are certain dimensions of oppression in the kingdom you can never be or do if you have not consecrated yourself. If you have not attained a certain dimension of consecration, certain dimensions of oppression, you cannot operate. God can call somebody who is just an ordinary person, who more possibly is not a prophet, a bishop, an apostle, whatever, and still use them because you have not consecrated yourself as a priest that was supposed to be used for that assignment. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine? The other priests had to wait until they have finished consecrating themselves. The Levites will just come and do the job. I pray for you. I May you not be damned by God yes. because you are not consecrated enough. May God be ready to use you anytime, any day. May you, may you come to the place of total consecration Amen. that your heart, your mind, your body, your soul shall be used of the Lord Amen. to accomplish his purposes in the mighty name of Jesus. May God help you. May the Holy Ghost help you. Discipline your body and bring it under subjection so that you shall not be a castaway. May the Holy Ghost help you and bring you to a place of consecration. I pray for grace. I pray for great grace upon your life. 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 In the name of Jesus. 
if you are not careful, you shall be damned on the line of duty. Oh, and other people shall be paid for the way. And before you realize it, when did this God start using this person? And that is the problem with the church. You see, we are only used to God using a certain prophet, God using a certain bishop. A time is coming. God will call an ordinary person, ride on them and use them for his glory. Why? Amen. Because the person has waited on the Lord and consecrated themselves for the assignment. Amen. Let me tell you, the place of power in the body of Christ is not the place of oppression of gifting. Power is built as a place of consecration. When raw power, where men and women sanctify themselves, ready to wait on God for the endowment of the Holy Ghost. Do you know how the Holy Ghost came after Jesus ascended to heaven? The Bible said the disciples awaited in the upper room they were just waiting they were not going to work they were not doing anything all they were doing was waiting for the endowment of the holy ghost and the holy ghost descended if you can learn how to wait on the lord yes. and connect with him set yourself apart yes. the other day the bible says in the book of isaiah that they that wait on the lord they shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings spiritual wings like that of eagle they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I see God tonight. Raise men and women that have waited on him. Ready to consecrate themselves. Ready to be used by God. I lift up a prayer on your behalf. And I decree and declare. May Jehovah God release his anointed. Release his power over your life. Receive endowment. Receive empowerment from above from above from above from above from above hey receive it after disciples waited in the upper room that 120 people and that waited in the upper room for the release of the holy ghost today we are praying father let there be a release in this 90 days as we wait on you father release us release power release power let us operate in another dimension let us operate in another realm let us operate in another dimension we break away from the norm we break away from the normal christianity the normal church and we declare oh lord we surrender our bodies we surrender our minds we surrender our peace unto you oh lord lift up your voice Rabba <laughs> 
we wait for the entailment of the Holy Ghost. We wait for the entailment of the Holy Ghost. chapter 9 verses 27 Apostle Paul makes a profound statement he says like a boxer I strictly discipline my body now I want us to read that scripture every single one of us as we are about to close one room 
discipline my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached the gospel to others, I myself will not somehow be disqualified as unfit for service. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? He says, after I have preached the gospel, I have to discipline my body. Strictly. Let me tell you, when it comes to consecration, it's a personal discipline. Somebody say personal discipline. Personal you discipline. must commit yourself to discipline your body. Because I'm, I'm in the course of the um, Sunday, I'll be teaching you on, on the fact that, that your flesh has got nothing to give you. Some of the things your flesh can desire. Somebody say the flesh. The, the flesh. flesh. See, man is a trapata being. You are a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body. Now, it is with this flesh, this body of yours, that you are able to live on this earth. Are you hearing me? That's what the Bible says. I mean, he that warrior should not entangle himself with the affairs of this life. Now, as a warrior, as a man in the front line of the spirit, you must learn how to discipline this flesh. Otherwise, some of the things your flesh can desire, you yourself, sometimes you might even question whether you are born again. Have you been there? Yes. Or some of you, you are angels. You just descend from heaven. You don't desire strange things. Hello. Hello. Why are you looking at me? Intercessors, they pretend a lot. <laughs> uh, you do desire strange yeah. things, isn't it? Yes. yes. Strange things. Very. You even begin to wonder, hey, cardos. When, 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 when it comes in, the blood. You say the blood. The blood. You the bleed blood. the blood over your body. Then you shall be sanctified unto God. See, you, you need to learn how to discipline your flesh. Someone say, discipline my flesh. Discipline, discipline my flesh. flesh. Now, this is Apostle Paul who wrote more than two thirds of the New Testament. He says, me, Paul, now I have to learn how to consciously discipline my body. Otherwise, my body will overtake me. Are you getting me? Yes. Otherwise, I will be disqualified. I might have preached written scriptures and Bastille. I am disqualified. Every believer listening to me today, you need to understand when it comes to consecration is an act of personal discipline. Discipline your mind to focus on the right things. Discipline your body to align with the word of God. Because if you allow yourself to go, the things you desire and the things you do, people will even begin to wonder whether you are born again or not. But you are lifting up your voice in prayer. The Father grant me grace to be disciplined. Apostle Paul, in his moment of weakness, Apostle Paul had a weakness, he had a thorn in his flesh. And he said, God, help me, take this thing away from me. And God said, I am releasing grace to superimpose that weakness. You are asking Lord, the Lord, Father, release grace. Yes. To help me discipline my body. Yes. To help me discipline myself. Yes. Say, oh Lord. Oh, Lord. Help me discipline myself. Help me discipline my body. As I lift up my voice, Holy Spirit of the Lord, bring my flesh under subjection. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Come on, Abanta. Rapanda Badabanta. Rapanda Badabanta. Rabadabanda Bashuanaba. Rapanda Bandebekato Sekedea. Rapalia Batoria Bata Rapalia Batoria Bata Rapa Papa 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 Rapa Papa Papa 
In the name of Jesus, I prophetically declare by the mandate of the Holy Ghost every demonic power, every satanic spirit that stirs my flesh up into addiction. I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost, break. Addictions that are in the body of Christ. People are addicted to wrong things, addicted to wrong substances, addicted strange addictions to an extent that they themselves they cannot help it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Demonic addictions. But today you want to pray that Father, anything that is holding you. This is your last but one prayer and then we are done. Father, help me overcome every addiction. Anything that is holding my flesh. Any satanic thing that is holding my body. Let me tell you, anything you are addicted to has got power over you. And if you don't deal with it, it shall deal with you. Um, there's a book I was reading the other day, Why Great Men Fall. And most of the great men that fell, great men, influential people that fall, you realize that there were certain little, little things that they were addicted to as children and they never worked on them. They grow up and the thing also magnifies and amplifies and eventually it brings them down. Whatever it is that brought most of those great men down, if you trace it, it began when they were young, a teenage, in their teenagers. You following me? Yes. Yeah. Some things they got addicted to and they kept doing secretly, secretly. But one day, I always tell you, in the book of Genesis, the devil is called a serpent. In Revelation, the devil is called the old dragon. The serpent you don't deal with now in your life can grow to become an old dragon that you have to deal with in the years to come. Are you hearing me? Yes. You want to lift up your voice. Every satanic addiction most of you, if you are addicted to the study of the word, it's a good thing. If you are addicted to prayer like myself, it's a good thing. If you are addicted to the things of God, it's a good thing. But every satanic, demonic addiction, 
Say every satanic addiction. Every, every satanic, satanic addiction. addiction. Now you yourself, you know what you are addicted to that is not of the Lord. You want to declare some people that uh, yesterday we read about the seven sins God hates. Someone say seven sins. Seven, seven sins. sins. There are seven sins God hates. And some of the seven sins God hates, one of them is lying. Some people, they have a lying tongue. They are dangerous, certified, professional liars. Someone say professional liars. Professional liars. You are lifting up your voice. Some people, they are just, they cannot just be honest. They, they, it's within them. Honesty is not in them. And they are dangerous people. If you allow yourself to continuously be dishonest, you can never rise. You can't rise with dishonesty because dishonesty with time will catch up with you. Six things that God hates. Indeed, even seven repulsive things to him. There are things that are repulsive. Literally, God disgusts those things. God literally disgusts them. And I always say, some of the things you thought God disgusts is not even there among the seven things. Amen? Amen. Number one, he says what? A proud look. A proud look. Somebody who is proud, arrogant. They feel like they have arrived. A lying tank. Number two, a lying tank. Number three, hands that shed innocent blood. Number four, a person that devises wickedness. Some people, they are wicked. Number five, the people they are whose feet is swift to do evil. They just want to do evil. No, anybody who is paid to do evil like goons, they are, it is not a good thing. God is a false witness. They were not there. They said I was there. They can create. They, they were not there. They said I was there. Amen. And the one who spreads what discord among others, people that create confusion, they'll go here and say, Hey, have you heard? Now they'll come here and say another different story. Those things the Bible says God hates such people. You want to create confusion in the midst of other people. The Bible says God hates such a person. If you are like this, you can't rise in this life. You are lifting up your voice in prayer. You are declaring, May Jehovah God break every satanic addiction. Amen. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every demonic addiction. Every demonic addiction in my life. In my life. In my family. In my family. In my brothers. In my brothers. In my sisters. In my sisters. In our home. In our home. I declare. Today. Father. Today. We declare. It's broken. It's broken. Lift up your voice. Come on, begin to pray. Rabba baba baba bra shala bra ta bariya bata atala le 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 kapa rataliya batoriya bata apala pala pala baba baba panta ba re 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 Rada <laughs> 
in the name of Jesus. Any addiction in your bloodline? Yes. Any addiction in your family? Yes. Today we declare, let it break. 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 We decree and declare in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Every satanic stronghold. Yes. In the lives of God's people in this ministry. Yes. Today we declare, let it be broken. 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 By the power of God. Yes. Any stronghold in your life, any yes. weight or sin that so easily besets you, yes, by the grace from above, yes, I declare from today, yes, that sin is overcome, yes, you step over it, yes, you walk over it, Amen. receive grace to overcome it, receive grace to overcome it. Now, let's go. Now, let's read one go. Then, then Joshua, Joshua said to, to the, the people, people Sanctify yourselves for this purpose. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Uh-huh. Then Joshua spoke to the priest saying, Take up the ark of the covenant and cross over before the people. So they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said to Joshua, This day I will be to exalt you in the sight of all Israel. That, that they may they know, know that, that as, as I was with Moses, so, so I will be with you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, uh, if I don't know whether I have NIV um, um, for the first verse, chapter 3, verse 5. If you don't have, it's okay. Or we do New King James. Now, the Bible says, let's go to verse 5. God said to Moses, tell the people, um, to Joshua, to tell the people to sanctify themselves. I mean, the, uh, the NIV says to consecrate themselves. Somebody say consecrate themselves. Consecrate themselves. To set themselves apart for tomorrow, God is about to invade your midst. In other words, there is a dimension of God you cannot receive if you are not consecrated. Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. He say for them to even consecrate, for them to be able to receive from the Lord or hear from the Lord or connect with God, they were supposed to consecrate themselves. Even wash their clothes. Amen? Amen. Wash their clothes. That was part of the consecration. Anything that did not glorify God in your life, you are supposed to consecrate yourself from them for God to intervene, for God to come through, for God to descend in his glory and power. There was a dimension of cleanliness that you were supposed to observe, physically and also spiritually. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. And I pray that after today, Jehovah God will set us apart. Amen. That God will grant us grace to set ourselves apart. Amen. That God will grant us grace to set ourselves apart. Amen. That God will grant us grace to set ourselves apart. Amen. That God will grant us grace to set ourselves apart. Amen. In the mighty name, name of, of Jesus. Jesus. 
Now let me take you some 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 testimonies. One testimony from Anne. And testimonies Anne says, I am back from the World Bank Consultancy in Dar es Salaam. By God's grace, through your prayers, I successfully conducted training for 22 participants from 12 different countries. This is a woman who received a prophecy in the church that God is going to give her favor and international favor. And that same day, somebody say that same day, she received a consultancy job from World Bank, not from any small organization. She received prophecy in the church that in grace and favor is coming upon her, international favor. And that's it within a matter of hours. I make a prayer for you. I receive. I receive. I receive. May God grant you international favor. Amen. May you receive favor. May every word that has gone forth concerning your life, your yes. family, may it manifest, may it manifest, may it manifest, may it manifest, may it manifest. It is not a joke for you to receive a prophecy and just that same day there is manifestation. I mean, that lady from um, um, Wanzilla, she also gave a testimony that I prophesied she was going to receive international favor. People will be sending her money. And within two weeks, people started sending her money. People, somebody has granted her a beauty parlor without paying anything. You see, someone from uh, going to America, this is grace. Somebody say grace. grace. That is why if you are watching me today, you don't have to stay home this coming Friday. Yes. This Friday, we are gathering here at 9 p.m. Shop for prophetic Kesha. It is going to be powerful all night service. Call your friends, your relatives, your cousins, anybody you can connect with, and let them gather for that for the prophetic Kesha. We are going to have Kathy Praise come around to minister to us in songs, and it's going to be awesome. Somebody say awesome. awesome. God is going to move mightily. Lives are going to be transformed, and I'm telling you, you shall receive a visitation. Yeah. Somebody shout a visitation. A visitation. He says, let me read it. He says, I am amazed on how God used you to prophesy over my life. And immediately after, I received the contract. Immediately after. Amen. Immediately after. He says, we, indeed, we serve a God of instant miracles on this altar. I bless God for you, Papa. You are a blessing to this generation. Amen. Testimony number two. Testimony number two. He says, greetings, my super Papa. Hey, somebody say super. Super Papa. <laughs> somebody... <laughs> Somebody says super papa. <laughs> See some of the testimonies I've not read. I'm reading it just like now. Say greetings, my super papa. I thank God for you and for your fatherhood grace. I am totally healed of stomach problem that had lasted for seven years. Oh my God. Seven Amen. years. Seven years. I pray for someone here. Amen. May you receive supernatural turnaround. Supernatural healing. Supernatural healing. Supernatural healing. Supernatural healing. Supernatural healing. Supernatural healing. In the name of Jesus. Now hear me. He says. I said about it and you prayed for me and God visited me. Visited during the 40 days of fasting and prayer in 2022. I got healed of asthma after 30 years. Oh my God. What a God. What Asthma after 30 years of suffering. 30 years. Somebody say 30 years. 30 years. Now, this, is, this is not a joke. Somebody getting healed of a sickness after 30 years. 
I don't know whatever sickness that is in your body. I command every sickness in your blood to disappear. Sickness in your body to disappear. Sickness in your bone to disappear. On this altar we pray. Every strange disease, every germ, every virus, every bacteria, we decree and declare. Every health condition, we declare be healed. We declare be healed. We declare be healed. We declare be healed. Cancer is healed. Diabetes is healed. Asthma is healed. Hypertension is healed. In the name of Jesus. I command all forms of arthritis to be healed. All forms of health conditions. Every organ failure. We find you in the name of Jesus. May you receive healing. 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 Every cyst and fibroid in your system. Matu gadi malaya. Alupra adutu gadias. Hey malu tatela gadea. I declare it is disappearing. It disappears. 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 In the name of Jesus. What a God. Every sickness in your body after today. Yes. If 30 years of asthma is gone, if stomach problem of seven years is gone, that same God is here and He's able to heal and deliver you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Let me take the last testimony. Hello, Papa. Testimony from Ruth. He says, I thank God for your prayers and your covering. I remember your teaching on the importance of having a spiritual cover and how things began to work in your life when you were under the right cover. I thank God for you, Papa. I have experienced numerous breakthroughs since I connected with you. Mm. To the glory of God, my daughter and I have received our Canadian visas. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Oh Jesus. Amen. Oh Jesus. Amen. Oh Jesus. Yes, Today somebody also testified that she has also received Canadian visa. In fact, I mean um, you, yes, you. So Friday you give your testimony. Are you the one that sent this testimony or somebody else? No, so this one has received Canadian visa. Amen. Ruth Matete has received seven years of Canadian visa. Amen. No, it doesn't. I'm not finished. Damaris has received seven years of Canadian visa. Amen. And another lady, what's her name? About five people all have received Canadian visas. Amen. Power day. So if you have not applied, it is your own problem. People are applying. You you don't look up opportunity to apply. Others are leaving. <laughs> we are praying for international visas, international favor. You you are just seated at home, still staying in Kahawa. You just want to remain there. The devil is a liar. May Jehovah God change your location. May you change your location. Now, Friday we will receive the testimonies. Amen. Are we ready? Yes. Yeah, we testify, isn't it? Yes. For people, God is giving this. See, because see, the grace of my life is a grace for prosperity. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, I cannot give you what I don't have. Amen. I am not broke. I can never be broke. It's not Amen. possible. I can never be poor. I am anointed, blessed of the Lord. Amen. And I have got international favor. Amen. Any country I want to go, I travel without visa. It is Amen. an anointing. It's a dimension. It's a grace. I, I receive. have to receive anywhere. I receive. By the grace of God, two weeks ago, we went to Hong Kong, to Singapore, to Sydney, Australia. I 
I, you see, I left on Sunday night. Within two weeks, I've lived almost four or five countries. Coming back, I came back again. And Sunday, Saturday night, and Friday night, and Saturday, Sunday, I was still on the pulpit at Kisarian preaching. Are you hearing me? Yes. I, and you see, when you hold the passport, you just go. You just pass through. There's an anointing. Somebody say an anointing. An anointing. I prophesy over your life. I In the name of Jesus. Yes. May Jehovah God grant you favor. International favor. As I have favor internationally, yes. I decree and prophesy, yes. may you never be limited to one specific country. Receive grace for international favor. 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 Receive grace. In the name of Jesus. May God bring you to that realm. To that dimension. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is a dimension, it's a realm. You shall never be restricted. Amen. Hallelujah. People are receiving international favor, Canadian visas, U.S. visas. And you see, when you go to Canada, those of you that receive Canadian, when you go to Canada, you can easily get a job. All right? You can easily, within three weeks, you can easily get a job. And once you get a job, you can convert your visit visa to a resident permit. And you can now begin to live there. See, it's information. Somebody say information. Information. I told you there are three kinds of people you need in your life. The first kind of person is the one that carries what? Information. information. You need somebody that can give you information to make you understand that you can do this and do this and you are here. Amen? Amen. Yes. You, once you have a Canadian visa, you go to Canada, you can easily convert it into a resident visa. You get a, a, a job. I mean, any, any of these jobs that can give you sponsorship, they are ready to sponsor you and fully employ you. They apply for you. You get a resident permit and you start living there. After a few number of years, you can get your, um, 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 I mean, your I mean, permit to live there permanently, naturalize, and become Canadian. Amen. Hey. So, do you want to go? The, the way person is looking at me like What's now. Why, why? What is happening? What is wrong with me? May somebody say information. Information. Now let me tell you, so they are see, you need to connect to yourself to the right people. Somebody say the right people. The right people. There is so much to do. So much. Some of you you have opportunities, but you don't know. You are just there with your your, your blue light blue passports. You are just there. You don't know what to do. Still living in Kahawa, struggling. May God change your story. Hey. Mercy Lord. 